we fly up and we're playing we're about to play the day before the semis we're doing our practice Charlie Wade goes why don't you try serve from the other side never done that before and I'm like I'm down and it was like the thing is I was doing it in practice and bombing it because if you're serving from that angle statistically it's just harder to pass and you're and you're hitting yeah, yeah. the other outside. It's a outside, weird, it's a weird curve, for outside, sure. right? Yeah, so it's way harder to pass. And for some reason, I don't know if I was like having a good two days of practice, but like every time we scrimmage or whatever, I would go on that side and I was cracking it, like every time, like I was barely missing, and I was getting like ace after ace after ace. Like everyone was like, "Holy, like why weren't you doing this earlier?" Yeah. You can, you can handle the heat. Booyaka shell, welcome back to another episode of Can't Handle the Heat. It's your boy G Swiss to my right, Jokesy. Jokesy, how we doing? I'm doing great. Good man. In a familiar place. Yes, sir. Uh, we also, the Mike Ma, Hawaii's, Hawaii's, one of Hawaii's chosen sons will be here. He'll be interested in a second here. Micah is currently in the VNL final, so shout out to him. Good luck. Um, before we get into it, I want to give a shout out to our sponsors, allvolleyball.com. Anything volleyball, no matter if you're in the islands of Hawaii or if you're in North Carolina, Iowa, where we had some of our camps, they got what you need. They got what you need, no matter what. Uh, so hit them up. Oost for 20% off. Hit the link in the bio. Uh, support the brand. Support all volleyball. We love them. Let's get into it here. Of course, on our left, we got the Jake Myers. Jake, how are you holding, buddy? I got the Haleakala Hammer. Good man. Good Larry man. the so Lobster. One of Hawaii's chosen sons. Should we ask him what he's up to right now? What is he up to right now? Lifting. Ooh. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. That's what he's up to. Haleakala Hammer. He's, he's probably lifting with his shirt off somewhere. <laughs> Posting pictures on his Instagram story. TSA. Taking boomerangs. DM That's what he's doing. Little necklace. And now we have the coming up, the Hawaii's come up child. The Keonster. The Keone Tim Keone. Thanks for What's going on, everybody? The young child. How you doing, brother? I'm excited. I'm good. I'm excited to be here. I haven't excited seen you guys in a minute. Well, first of all, for those of you who don't know, we're in Hawaii's locker room right here. Um, room. Always looks this clean, number one. Can we, where is you? Oh, you're right behind your locker right there. We are. Why'd you choose that locker? That's marketing 101 right there. Uh, that's the only locker I could choose. <laughs> really? Yeah. Next year, you're going to move it all? Probably not. <laughs> to be honest, that's pretty prime. You could have way worse options. Than yeah. That. It's pretty G-spot right worst? next to the... By far, is like the corner one. Corner, or the, the corner, corner ones are pretty bad. Yeah, the corner ones are pretty bad. By far, the worst ones for sure. No, I, I like. The I had the one, one next to the coaches, so that was that in was, the corner. Yeah, were you changing that, that was tough too. My freshman year, I was last one here because yeah, I was I was the last one on campus. Well, a lot of the freshmen actually have those cubbies now. That's tough because we have too many people. How many people you get on on roster? Uh, we had like twenty six, twenty five. Dude, how how many of those guys? Once scrimmage are starting, are like scrubbing floors and doing lines and stuff. It's literally about that was literally about ass. <laughs> uh, in the fall, everyone kind of gets their little right. shot. But once once like a couple games into season happens, then yeah, you just got if you're not the if you're not the starting twelve, you're scrubbing, you're doing lines and and initiating balls. Did you have to do that? No, my freshman year I did. Got you because it was it was Philip Kanai. Chaz Spiros in the first 12, and then I, I would come in to serve. So I was yeah. a full-time scrubber. I was part-time scrubber. <laughs> part-time scrubber. Part-time Mr. Clean. Got it, got it. And what is it? So I want to get into your journey here before you. All right, going further here. But your journey, I remember I coached you. You were your 18th year. I was my freshman year of college, right? 
I think so, yeah. Spike and serve. Spike and serve. And then from, what high school did you go to? Kalani High School. Do they have boys volleyball? They do. It's that one with the dirt track on the way to Sandy's. Ah, to your left, got that you, red-looking one. Got you, got you, yeah. got you. And then, and then you went from you went to Santa Barbara Community College, right? Santa Barbara Community College, and then I came back. But you know, the the UH transfer system's a little funky. They don't take most of the credits, like from outside sources. So I did your guys last year. I was at KCC. No, sorry, the year you guys left, I was at KCC, which is stands for what? For, for our viewers, uh, Capulani Community College. They don't have sports or anything. It was strictly for credits. So the first Natty they won. I was just watching. I was on the side. I wasn't on like practicing or anything. Got you. Yeah. So you so you were just getting swole. Yeah, I was lifting with the Cookie Man. The Cookie Man, aka Tui Larry Tui Letta, Hawaii Legend. That's that the true Mister Clean. That is true. <laughs> he is the Mister Clean. <laughs> so then you so when you so you went to San Barbara Community College with the did you have the idea of transferring back here or were you like wherever who takes me takes me? Yeah, Josh, Joshua Walker said, "Oh, like you like, we're down to let you walk on," and. Like, it was pretty late in the summer, though. So after all the whole theatrics and the transferring whatever credits and all that, I needed to go to junior college first. Got you. So I called Josh, and he was like, all right. After that, yeah, you can come back and walk on with us. I was like, I'm down. Got you. And then you were here, and then you've been here for, what, two years now? Yep. Going into my third. And then, okay, you're going in your third year, and then you have two more years of eligibility left, right? Yes. Got you. COVID, man. COVID and the transfer system is crazy now. It is insane right now. That's wild. Yeah. So then, I was a serving sub my freshman year. Would you say it's the hardest? I mean, in terms of like the hardest position to be in, in terms of serve in like volleyball uh, positions. If we're talking everything included, like mm-hmm. the mental and the preparation and all that, I would say it's the most pressuring pressuring okay. position for sure. You definitely like have a lot on your shoulders for sure. For sure. Yeah. For me, it's like for me, it's like cause when I would do it. Joe used to do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's the worst. For me, it would be like, all right, you have two ways to go about it. First way, you can just go and you can just wail at it. But then you're like, okay, but this is my only shot to get on the court. You exactly. got You have to do it. You right. take the risk. But there's like, you take too much of a risk, then you're not, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, it's crazy. Like, psych- like psychologically, because like what? You're not playing. You're cold. How do you, do you, stay, how do you stay warm on the bench? Um, Charlie kind of gets into a routine where I know when I'm going. I'll always go on like G's second rotation. Yep. So usually when it comes up, I'll kind of just – do some jumps and a little bit of stretches really quick and then I'll just talk to the other serving subs about how I'm going to rip it as hard as I can and then they fire me up and then I go Come on. <laughs> so if you have you ever like you have you ever taken like a like a lighter swing and been like I regretted that heavily or no if I missed yes because like, if I'm going to miss might as well miss but exactly exactly that's what I say for me it's like uh, we always light, say, up with, light up the speed gun for me I was it's just like psychologically because you're like on the bench, you're literally waiting. You're like, like, just like, and then it's like for that one action. Right. And what's your, so you have a big, you have a big serving routine? You um, got it, dude. I feel like, I mean, what are the keys in order to be a good serving sub? What do you think they are? Reps for sure. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's the hardest, I mean, obviously it's the hardest part because you're only going in for one play, but the whole overthinking part yeah. is, uh, luckily for me, I don't have to aim as much. Right. Because Charlie kind of put it in my mind where he's just like, look, you crack it hard enough where even if it's out of the barrel, like, you get a good serve, pretty high percentage that it'll be like a high pass or like right. a bad pass. Right. So luckily, I kind of had that off my thing. I was just like, main thing was just cracking a toss, yeah. a nice high toss, and the classic thumb up. Gotcha. Can you explain what that is? It's thumb up. So Charlie, Charlie Wade. Wade absolutely despised 
buys his thumb down, which is when you're serving and you thumb down and it goes down the line. Even if you get an ace, he doesn't even like it. He despises <laughs> it. So he actually makes me go from the outside of the court, like before the cart even starts, like outside of it. Oh, is that? See that one more time? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, yeah, go, yeah, go, 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 yeah, yeah, go for it, brother. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. You're good. So thumb up, thumb down. Sorry. Yeah, thumb up, thumb up is cross body. He likes it because there's more real estate, technically, statistically, because right. the cross court you have more space. So he yeah. just likes that because there's so many serves that he thinks like, or if you thumb down in the net, he probably is close to throwing up on the court. <laughs> if you miss like that, will he sub you? Will he sub you back in or no? Depends. If I like. My first one, like the first serve up, if I full crack it with my eyes closed and it goes thumb down right. on the tape, he has to put me back in after that one. 100%. Yeah. Like there's some times I practice where someone would thumb down in the tape and then he's like so fed up, he'll like punt balls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That is legendary. And he's like, man, what are you going to do? Dude, as a serving stuff, you just have those. Because if you're just going to serve a bunch and you have to do one skill, dude. You can't be like, all right, well, my, my serving is off. I'm just going to go. I mean, obviously, in scrimmage, if you're playing outside, but a lot of time, like, when you're moving up, you can't, like, because I'd be in the same position. He had me serve 100 balls my freshman year a bunch. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay, well, if this is off, I can just try and do something else to get on the court. No, this is it. Like, you yeah, have one thing. Only thing. It's crazy. You have to roll with the punches. 100%. Serving stuff is like. Do you, practice, do you ever practice, like, just sitting down for, like, two minutes and then getting up and going to serve? You ever do that? Ooh, Ooh the old cold one. I haven't my second year. My second year, I was just like, nah, like, I didn't want to do that. But my first year, I would go in early, like, everyone gets early reps or late reps. And my first one, like, no warm up, I would just crack it as hard as I can. Just, to, just Great for like, the rotator. Cup. So tech, I would. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta try simulate it a little bit. So, like, when everyone's kind of starting to warm up and play, like, short court before people come in and play short court, I'll toss, like, five serves, like, no warm up, and just absolutely crack it as hard as I can. <laughs> Have you ever been in a, in a well? First of all, you never. Had, you said you never had shoulder problems, right? I haven't. Knock on wood. Wow. Do you work out? I mean, see on TikTok. So I got two reasons for that, and I guess both are pretty lucky. Number one is my high school weight training class teacher. His name was Mr. Garvin. He was also a nurse. He made it like we weren't allowed to start our lifts until he made us do his mandatory warm up that included like dumbbell ITYs every day, like leg days too. Like, with light dumbbells, just to get, like, the little muscles. And I did that for four years. So that was, like, a huge help with my little muscles Gotta be. in my shoulder. So shout out Mr. Garvin for that one. He was, that was pretty. And then I have oddly big rear delt genetics, which is a big swinging muscle. Point to where that is. This big walnut. This big, oh, damn. It's, like, if you look, like, I don't know why it's so abnormally big, but, but like he's my yoked. dad has big rear delts, too. So just that one muscle genetic, I guess, really kind of, I got lucky with that. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, and then, how fast is the fastest serve you had? Charlie Charlie Wade thinks it's seventy eight, but I'm pretty sure it was seventy six. <laughs> so <laughs> it's better if he thinks higher. Close out there. I think saw the, the gun close out there. <laughs> yeah. Are you getting up to eighty this year? I got that question. We'll see, because it's like, it's also the like physics of it. I don't have long arms. Like yeah, the longer it is, the faster you can kind of swing the ball whatever i don't yeah, know how the down and stuff yeah, yeah. i get you so because i'm sometimes i'm cracking i think it's literally as hard as i can and so i guess it depends depends how strong i get this summer 
And then obviously the reps, my form will get better. So gotcha. I'll probably get in the 70s more often. Uh-huh. But we'll see if the top speed gets any higher. In terms of workout, uh, we do now. Like in terms of like working out for volleyball, what, like, what is the main focus? And what do you think that that people should be focusing on? Um, yeah, I get this all the time, and there's always people try to find like secret plyometrics that'll get you jumping higher. I really I stick to the basics. Like I lift with Tui, the Cookie Man, and we literally just the squat is well formed and heavy, like the back squat, the front squat. Just, like, the basics of your legs. Like, it depends what you need. If you're, like, especially for the younger kids, like, juniors and seniors, like, they're kind of growing into their bodies. Like, they should just get stronger. Like, yeah, not bodybuilding, but, like, they should be hitting heavy squats. Like, get their form down for a good squat, front squat. Because, like, all of you guys, like, back in the day, volleyball, like, the dudes were strong. Like, yeah. you guys had strong guys. But, like, nowadays, it's kind of, like, the game's getting a little different. It's, like, more technical. And, like, people kind of don't do, like, the straight strength training to like jump higher and stuff mm-hmm. like that is that is, a bad thing you say in a bad way i think it has its pros and cons like there's a lot of great players these days that are just kind of raw but like i feel like if they it's not gonna hurt if you get stronger like you just get better mm-hmm. you think you think there's a difference though actually the guy in your left hand he experienced this and he'll admit this too is he got he got too buff so his mobility wasn't there true yeah so that was kind of me like my freshman year that was like my my little my serving sub coping mechanism, I was like, well, if I'm not playing, might as well just get huge. So, mm-hmm. but that actually played a toll, definitely, like, especially, like, the chest and how wide you get, you're just less mobile. Like, my reach right. would, like, kind of go, like, here instead of, like, up here because I'm, like, just, like, tighter and a little bigger. So And also a lot more weight on your knees, I feel like, too. Yeah, the knees actually definitely hurt more when your upper body is heavier, so... I do bulk up in the summer just to be as strong as I can because it's a long season, right? You guys, <laughs> so do you think you find that happy medium during season, or are you still working on that? Yeah, no, I found a good happy medium this this past second season because after the first season, I was like, okay, I can't, I can't lift hard the whole season. Like, I gotta focus on volley once, like especially when season starts. In the fall, we'll grind a little bit in the weight room, but like once season starts, it's kind of just maintenance. Got you. But in the summer. Towards the end of the season, I think that it's what you do in the summer that kind of helps you out, depending on how strong you get. Because, like, we've had some guys, like, in the practice gym, and, like, Charlie Reed was talking about it after the game. Like, he just feels like a couple of our guys kind of just, like, fizzled towards, like, the NCAA, just strength-wise. Like, they weren't as jumping as high as they were in the beginning. And I think, like, it's from, like, the fall weights and the summer weights. Because it, it, if the stronger you get, like, in that time, I think it correlates to how long you kind of – get it going in the season hmm. how do you say how do you say speaking of fizzle how do you say like mentally strong when for example <clears throat> you were bounced between fourth and fifth outside or third and fourth outside mm-hmm. this year right so you're not playing as much right. um how do you how do you say like mentally strong and be like okay like cause like you said it is a lot what, what six months well preseason plus preseason you know you Seven work eight. exactly like you're thinking okay i should be on the court yeah right and you're like Oh, I'm not in the court. How do you handle that mentally? Yeah, that's a, I mean, that's probably the biggest one for everybody. For me, it was a little harder because, like, I'm not a going out type of guy. And I kind of, like, I started late. Therefore, I took it super seriously when I did start. Because I only started playing volleyball my junior year of high school. Seriously. Wow. So, because of that, I knew I was late. I kind of, like, not psycho, but I kind of locked in. Like, didn't go out. I was making sure I was getting strong. Like, COVID, I was doing... (laughs) 
I was like sneaking into gyms and weight rooms. <laughs> like, I was trespassing, breaking, going into weight rooms because I was like just something I really wanted. And uh, especially like it was like decent because I knew I was coming into a team that literally just came off a national championship and lost not many people. And especially my this year too, we didn't lose anybody. So it was like I wasn't getting like let down too bad because I kind of knew I expected. Like if you win, like it's hard to take them out if you won a national championship. Right. Absolutely. So. Um, it was more of just uh, staying motivated for like just the opportunity like once I do get an opportunity like I just gotta go like enjoy it and luckily the fans helped me out cause I don't know they just kinda like the way I crack it as hard as I can oh yeah <laughs> so they, they keep me going they help me out too with the mental but honestly the biggest thing is just patience really learning that one is probably like the, the hardest one but probably the most beneficial one for the for the athlete any athlete grind trying to get to the starting spot dude it's all about the mental man yeah. like the best players in the world could be the best players in the world and then mentally if they just can't do it right. then it's just like you know you you want to play overseas ideally yeah that's the goal got you yeah because i'm sure i'm sure milan can get us somewhere right but it yeah. depends if it's worth it or not yeah, yeah it's it's mentally grueling because you know we come back here it's nice and everything and then imagine okay maybe things aren't going your way on the court and this is for our viewers Right. And then you turn around, and you don't have like Hawaii to go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Keep exactly. your mind on you. You got. I do have a beach to go to every yeah, once in a while on a bad day. practice day or something. It's brutal, man. So I think just finding your own way to kind of bounce back is super important. Um, and I want to kind of. So who are in terms of your biggest fans after the game? Would it be you think like teenage girls, teenage boys, teenage boys? 100%. Really, dude. Hey, bro, teenage listen. boys love the Jack dudes. Come on, let's be <laughs> real here. I bounce one ball, and the high school boys think I'm nuts. <laughs> I think I'm literally nuts. <laughs> Have they given you any like cool nicknames yet, or like the Kionster, the Kionster, or the, yeah, the Flying Hawaiian? I was just like, once the whole NIL thing came out with like likeness and brand, I was like, it rings. So I just put that hashtag on all my posts just to try and get some. But yeah, people call me that, and I've seen. Okay, the biggest fan I've had, hear me out, has my signature permanently tattooed on his body. That's no crazy. That way. is absolutely nuts. You, you went Sharpie and then he went to the tattoo? I sharp. He was like, after a game, he was like, bro, sh Sharpie right here and I'm tattooing it. Oh my God. Same night. Same night. I did you make sure it was your alert. best one or was it just like a... Was it a good take? Did you make <laughs> yeah, I tried. He told me that I, I was locked in on this signature. <laughs> I was like... Dude. I think it's like right here. Do you have a picture of it? How old is he? I think I do have a picture. He He was a student, I believe. He was in the student section. You see him walking around campus, his tattoo. Yeah, like yeah, that's wild, dude. That's crazy. I mean, he has a bunch of tattoos, so it wasn't like a, but it was like he it's on there. sent me a picture that night, like an hour after the game. I don't know how we got it. He must know somebody. Do you sign it the Keonster or Keone? Ooh, yo, how do you oh, sign I it? I go. I do like a zigzag, like a Z, like a lightning bolt, and then really? I'll finish the K and then a T. Do you ever practice signature? No, it's super short because. Especially after COVID ended, the signatures that we had to do were insane. We had to yeah. do like hour long, hour half, like hundreds of signatures like all year. So I just, I found a fast one and stuck with that. And did you actually pay the NIL for that or no? No. Everything NIL is like on your own. So how got, is that going for you? Pretty good. Like I'm getting a lot of like, like small companies mm -hmm. and like they're hitting me up for What's stuff. That? Like it's more of like. Sometimes I'll get I'll get cash, but for now it's more like until we get bigger, it's more of like a store credit product type of thing. Like they'll give us free stuff mm -hmm. and we'll post them here and there. But uh, 
it's starting to get bigger, like especially this summer. And Charlie loves that stuff, like, and he loves it for like recruiting and all that. So he's pretty big on that stuff and helping us out with that. Like, we'll have big events where, like, we had this big event at like Giovanni Pastrami, and they'll split us up on like a bunch of different tables, all the teammates, and then they'll put like business owners and like CEOs or whatever on each table. And he basically Charlie's just like, if you want, like, it's on you. Like, try and cook it up with him and like make good relations with these guys, and then. So yeah, all of us had different stuff. Like I get like I'll get like free hair. I, my guy at my table, he owns a barbershop, so I can go get my haircuts for like whenever I want. Wow. I think the best one was Kurt, Kurt Nurse Nurser or whatever his name is. He <laughs> got he got uh he got Jersey Mike's. Damn. So he's bro. just he's he gets Jersey Mike's whenever he wants. Dude, me. so it's like it was a luck of the draw kind of thing. Like where it's like for like whatever table you're sitting on. Yeah. That's so but then there was crazy. also like this big raffle that they put like twelve grand into in prizes. And we didn't have to do anything. It was literally just like they would call, they would put your name in a thing. And the funniest thing is they would put the name back after they drew you. You go, just spend everything. So a couple of us won like all of it and some guys got like nothing. Like what? What'd you, like, what are they? I like? got like a gold chain. <laughs> oh my God. That's Gage's dream right there. <laughs> I, got, I got like free massage, like $100 to like restaurant, $100 cards to like restaurants. A couple guys got like Yeti, Yeti coolers and stuff. Jeez. The biggest one was, um, it was also Curry got it, free round trip, Alaska Airlines. Anywhere. Wow. Not like far countries. I think you can go like a little bit past Mexico maybe or like some islands, some closer islands. But Dude, Curry cleaned up. He got the- J Mike's and everything. (laughs) He got a big deal too. I mean, with the athletes though, around here, I'm sure they target the ones who are more social or like a platform. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Um- some of the guys like the starters just in general because, like, they just like the starters. I mean, everyone likes yeah, the starters, yeah. right? So there's a couple starters who don't have, like, any followers, but they have pretty good deals. Yeah. Like, G. G has, like, I don't know, maybe, like, a 1,000 followers, but he has, like, a big deal with, like, Texaco. All of free like, gas? His whole Instagram is literally just Texaco. Dude, is it free gas? Like, what's the deal with that? I don't know. They definitely pay him. Yeah, they have to. And, but he only, like... They might give him enough gas because he just rides his moped, so it's like you need not much gas. <laughs> is there like <laughs> is it like a dream NIO like deal that you want to attain this year? Like a realistic one? Like was you can pick one? What is it? Some massive protein company or something. <laughs> Ooh, Hawaii, some creatine. Like, like Hawaii Discount Nutrition. <laughs> really? Let's make it happen. So you want? So you want like a? So that's like your dream one. It would be. It wouldn't be clothing. It wouldn't be food. It would be supplements. Yeah. I mean. Food's always nice, right? You can always get free food. Like that is protein as well. But I'm big. I'm a big keep my body right guy. What do you take? Um, I'll take creatine, and then in the summers I'll take some pretty good pre's, some hefty pre's, and then during season I'll go. And then obviously protein. I'll take protein all year round. And then during season I'll kind of take a more of a lighter pre, just like a simple one, just to be safe. Like make gotcha. sure everything's clean. Gotcha. Must get yacked up all the time. So yeah. you're natty, <laughs> something like that. You're natty though, bro. No way. <laughs> Have you, has anyone accused you of not being natty? Uh, nah. I'm too skinny. Maybe like you're shreddy spaghetti though. I'm oddly, like I don't know the way my genetics works, but I'll eat like if I'm bulking, I'll get oddly strong without gaining that much weight. So my strength gains go like. Higher than like my weight going up, which gotcha. is honestly pretty ideal for volleyball because yeah. I can. That's probably why I'm able to like be still mobile and hit the ball like hard too. So what do you eat in a day? Um, so for me, like my metabolism is super high. Yeah. So I can eat like I can eat a big meal 
like anywhere and anywhere. So any, I'll eat anything out, but not like I'll just stay away from the simple stuff. Stay away from the chips, the candy, the soda, and the fast food. Gotcha. Just like the just the worst stuff, I'll stay away from. But so, I do drink a lot of water, and I'll eat protein. This summer, I'm doing a lot of beef and bison, just bison and rice. Mm-hmm. Super clean, not a lot of fat, not a lot of calories. Just and it's like 80 grams of protein per pack. So I'll cut that in half, and then that's like two meals a day. And then I'll eat my like lunch, dinner, and then a protein shake. Protein so, going straight so, to the buys. <laughs> so no, so no, play lunches or anything like that. No L and L. Of course, I'm I'm ripping L and L all the time. All right, go, 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 go. He's in college with NIL. All over the NIL. L and L. L and L. It rhymes. It doesn't rhyme. It works he'd though. <laughs> he'd leave the locker room after 6 a.m. and stuff. Like, hey, anyway, L and L every day. That's actually hilarious. They closed that, which is unfortunate. Yeah. The oh, they did. One, the campus one. Why? I think COVID. It's just like, yeah, it's just. It yeah, Dude, it's just I was me and Koo, Dusty. Me and two were keeping in business, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Once you guys left, it was over. <laughs> Dude, Dude, the double, really the double, two people on the libero died at the same time. Two engaged. That must have <laughs> been Dude, ridiculous. Four bucks and you got like fried eggs, bacon, rice. Oh my that is prime. Six fifty. Elano followed me on Instagram. Actually, I have, to, I have to look into Dude, that. Dude, why don't one. you get a uh, nil? Get a I NIL, might have DM him a while ago, but I didn't have a big following, so maybe I can get a second chance at that. <laughs> how, how did? Please you? take me back. Please. <laughs> how did how, how did the Keonster start? How did the social media start? Um, I actually was not a big social media person. I didn't even like so TikTok was big and popular for like two years, right? And I didn't have it. I didn't have it. I was like, that was like the whole when COVID, everyone was bored and like running TikTok super hard over COVID, right? I didn't like it. I didn't want, I didn't want anything to do with it. Like I would post on Instagram every once in a while, just whatever, just like a normal person. And then right when they, I swear, like a day after I saw the post, like on ESPN, like you can get paid like NIO by likeness. And I was like, oh, I have four years at UH. Like if I start growing this now, then by the time like my junior and senior year is ideally, like if I am playing too, like. I could hopefully ideally get like a pretty solid deal that can hold me like so that was that was the plan so I downloaded TikTok like the day after and then just started posting on my highlights and then gotcha. I just started growing from there and some thirst traps I like the thirst traps in the beginning yeah so now I'm like oh, it's because be doing cold. these now, it's good wait, for the wait, views wait, though why, it's good why, for the why, views. why why don't you like the thirst traps I love the thirst it's because Colton was here so he's like inspired no way what, so what inspired you to do that let me uh. This is not I was judging. fresh. I was freshly single. Oh, that's what that it was. has so to do. It, it has so, to do it for everyone. So when you post that thirst trap, did do girls DM you a bunch? Um, in the beginning, like I've had a few like small time, like small time, short time girlfriends because of like social media. What do you mean? Like they break up because of like they see you in like shirtless? like I'll have flings, like either like summer flings or like I'll date a girl for a little bit and it doesn't work out, but. I think I've met most of them on social media. And they in do they end because you're posting more of those those types do of they videos slide or no? Or no. Ooh, yeah. Well, let's let's have the two questions there. Do they ever break up or do they ever end because you post stuff like that? And two, do they slide in or you slide in? No. After cuz like ever since like I got the following, no, because like they've seen it before they caught interest into me so they already know like they can't be mad at me for me doing what i've already been doing right the first one yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah the first one was like what are you doing this now for i'm like just in case today and, and then you gotta respect the grind you shouldn't respect the you just gotta pass the stage you know <laughs> yeah but it like i stopped doing those like the lifting videos and like the stupid thirst traps like once my niche hit volleyball 
hard because then like all the lifting ones they wouldn't even get views anyway so there was like no point in posting them being gotcha. cringy and not getting views is not a yeah not ideal <laughs> <laughs> can't have both you know what i mean no, i get you I get so because yeah the bounce videos and the serving videos hit big so anytime i do that it'll get views but like other stuff won't that's just kind of how tiktok is like you have to follow your niche so a lot of girls slide in your dms after would they slide in afterwards or no no not too much no like i'll get comments but got you it's more of like I think eighty, maybe like seventy five percent to eighty percent of my DMs are dudes asking me how to jump higher. Hundred percent are yeah. my of my DMs are dudes talking about my butt. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, butt and it's explicit. The, the 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 okay no I the DMs I get oh my god you'd be like I've had now, a, no, like, yeah, I've whatever. had a few no I know what you mean I thought I thought we were keeping a little PG for oh this, no, but no no I've had a few dude yeah you I mean that's I mean that's how it is especially because they're like because they see something like. Mm, or they just oh my the one guy says I'm gonna try to make this PG that I can so I want to park my blank in your blank I was like I was like no thank you that's but so PG and I don't know <laughs> what you're saying at all <laughs> like some, I get like some like like have you seen our butt digs have you seen when we do the butt digs and stuff yeah those well, things are because because I know I got a bodacious booty I know what I'm working with um and so what happens it attracts a certain crowd and crowd with you, you when you like. post when you you're good at volleyball. Sexy boy, also post thirst traps as well. You're gonna attract a, a variety of crowds. Yeah, mainly on Instagram. Like, yep. I don't really post the TikTok thirst traps anymore. But like, if I'll post like a pump kit, pump pick with like the boys or like by myself. Oh yeah. Yeah, the guys go kind of nuts in there for sure. You know the only way to get more teenage boys on you? Keep posting what you're posting. Grow out a mullet and a mustache. He had a mullet. And I a just mustache. had a mullet and a mustache. Jake, like where two have you been? Ago. I don't know. You didn't know he literally had a mullet and a mustache. I had a well, I hefty mullet. Mustache. Oh my Charlie, okay. Charlie hates it. Yeah, looks so good though. My mustache is clean. Uh, Milan thinks it looks like a donkey dick, but <laughs> <laughs> that's great. That's something you would say. Yeah. Oh man, God, the analogies that Milan comes up with, man, is just un- well, they're next so level. They haven't been serving. He's translating. Yeah, the quick true. wit he has is just insane. Well, you learn when you go overseas. Is like there's so, like especially the Eastern European countries. Yeah. They have in my country. They say like a million of them, yeah. and they just rattles off. So it's probably he's got say. options. Got you. Yeah. You ever saw? You ever? You ever thought about making YouTube or anything like that? Yeah, it's a big it money. That's like where the money is, dude. I should be. I should be. Yeah, dude. There's I was no like about it. There's there's not like one men's volleyball player in college doing anything like that. And you're exactly. the biggest following. Well, right. maybe Mason does. Yeah, Mason's got a Mason's pretty. Massive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But another year. Yeah, he's another year. Oh. Six year. But so rumors, rumors, rumors senior. about where he's going though. But I think I think he's staying. I don't know. Oh, he might transfer. Thing. There were some rumors about him. Not too sure if it's true. Dude, that's yeah. We're, we're kind of far out of the loop. <laughs> UH? No, UCLA, because they lost their lib, which would be pretty scary. But those yeah. are just rumors. I don't know if it's true. How was that? How was that loss after UCLA? <laughs> it was weird. Like even though the games were close, I felt we felt so behind. Yeah, like, we I lost by two, I think, behind. in all of them. But we felt behind the whole time. Like even when we won the second set, we didn't. I didn't feel the confidence in the boys. It felt like a. We're really trying not to lose. But not like trying to win type of playing, feeling. Playing on your heels. Was that how it was before the game, or was it as soon as the game, as the game kind of went on, it went like that? Um, we started really strong actually in the first like half of the first set, and then they, I think they came back on that one, and then the second set was just an absolute battle. But then even though we won the second set, I think after that set it was like, ooh, like. The, okay, the biggest reason we started, the longer the game went on, the more like it got harder for our team is because. 
never, not a game in my life at least when I've been here, we have never ever been mismatched in the middle because we have G and Cole. They're insane. So they're, those two middles that they had in had like insane games and were mis- like they mismatched. Like they were hitting OT on Cole. Who do- like nobody does that. Like we- small middle though. So that's he's insane. He's insanely good. But if it's really really quick, it's hard for small. Right, and the to get big because like, I think Merrick was on him. So that's tough draw. Merrick has really long arms, so he would get there fast. And by the time Cole reaches his peak, he was getting OT'd, which like we've never seen that ever. So we've never practiced that. We've never no game. Nobody has ever done that to Cole. And NG too. So that that I think that just like riled our whole offense like for the whole game and they were feeding the middles too it wasn't yeah. just like it was and, like they, and like because they're thing. they subbed in their second middle jr norris he wasn't even starting mm-hmm. i think and he just popped off he wasn't even hitting ot he was like he was just either bouncing cutback or he was just but going left or right it's an unorthodox swing but it's very effective yeah, yeah. he did really good that game it was kind of nice we were just like our offense just kind of got swindled after that and then the serving sub did not do his job so what happened so we fly up, and we're playing. We're about to play the day before the semis. We're doing our practice. Charlie Wade goes, why don't you try to serve from the other side? Never done that before. And I'm like, I'm down. And it was like, the thing is, I was doing it in practice and bombing it. Because if you're serving from that angle, statistically, it's just harder to pass. And you're, and you're hitting yeah. the other outside. It's a, weird, it's a weird curve. Passing outside, sure. right? Yeah, so it's way harder to pass. And... For some reason, I don't know if I was like having a good two days of practice, but like every time we scrimmage or whatever, I would go on that side and I was cracking it, like every time, like I was barely missing, and I was getting like ace after ace after ace. Like everyone was like, "Holy, like why weren't you doing this earlier?" So like I had the confidence and I was down. I just didn't have the game time experience. Like I got my first one in and it was good, but they sided out well. I think my second one, I made it in and they sided out well too. And then after that, I was just, I was just like, oh my gosh, you're just diming it. Like, I just got to crack it. And then that's where it went downhill. I just started <laughs> cracking it after that. And I didn't have, like, I didn't have the full rip game time experience mm-hmm. on that side. And it just, and then I went through my, instead of taking a step back and then winding it back up, I was just hit it harder every time I went back <laughs> there. That one, and it did not work. Dude, it's, it's hard. When you go, like, the opposite side, when you go to your side where you're not coming across your body mm-hmm. and you're kind of coming more and you're, you're still coming across your body, but you got an aim wider or right. like your natural swing is to go thumb down, which right. really hates. It's, it takes so much more feeling on the ball that, right. you, that you need, you know? So like when you do that, it's just like as a serving sub to come in there with no touch on the ball, no feeling on the ball, and then go to an opposite side when you have no touch or no feeling as well as a new serving place right. in the national championship. It's a risky move. It was I respect risky. you for it. I was Kudos. like, I'm a ballsy dude, though. So if Charlie like thinks I can do it, I'm like, I'm down. Like, I'll try it. If he tells me to do anything in the game, I'll try it. Like, I don't like. <laughs> I, I have the ball. Coachable player, right there. I have the balls. Like, I don't. Get, I don't know if you guys remember my first year. I come in to serve, and it was like against like a first year team. So they're like, the Long Island, uh, Edward Waters. It was like their mm. first year as a program. Oh yeah, yeah. So it was like we're subbing every. We're doing the subs, right? Everyone's coming in, and I came in, and I. St- served but they didn't tell me Jakob didn't tell me that Spiros was running an X2 in transition so we got the free ball was an X2 really quick sorry for our viewers where the outside comes in around the middle and hits the two ball 
and the and the middle will go around and hit the three ball. But I was in the back row, and the game before that, after this, it was like my first swing. He sent me a big, and I got the kill. So so he tells me big, and I'm like okay. So I go in, we get the free ball, and I am flying it. I'm excited, right? It's like my second game in, and I am hauling ass from the service line, full sprinting approach on this pick. They don't tell me they're running the X2, so Spiros jumps, and I literally fly into Spiros midair and, like, almost tackle him midair while he, while he tries to hit his X2. And we were just like, what the heck just happened? Like, almost injured him big time. But, like, it you looked like a pick. It. it was, like, right there, and I was yeah. flying in. So, One ball looked like a big to the Keonster. <laughs> the two ball did look like a big for me. <laughs> I, mean, I, was, I was too excited. I was flying in. Yeah, I like hit him and we both fell down and then like we hit the net. And it was like, we we're like, okay, let's never do that again. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Edward Waters' third point in the match. Is that how? It was. Let's pull that one. Gotta pull, yeah, I gotta see. Yeah. <laughs> I think Hawaii men's up. volleyball posted it. <laughs> Got it. You have posted to. us getting wrecked. You have to. In here. No, I got. I think you. I collabed with them on that one. Good, good. It's yeah. great for the content. Little, it was good for. The, it was a content play, you know. Content it was play. A con- it was a content. Content. Play. <laughs> boost, the, boost the numbers. What's the insights on that? Statistics. The last last question or two before we let you off here. Um, uh, for next year, what are you focusing on to get on the court? Um, so, if we're being real, Spiros is an insanely good O one. Yeah. And so there's a couple options that we have to go through here. Number one. If I were to take a place, it would be Chaz Galloway. And the reason he has the upper hand on me is his service receive is really – he has really good service receive. Our defense is about the same. You know, we're both pretty fast and just have – like, we just go – like, we get digs. And then, like, I have an advantage on serving. And then our swinging is kind of the same, but he just has more game time experience, so he takes smarter swings in game. Like, I'm still kind of in my – when I get into front row, at least, I'm like, I just want to – I'm cracking it, right? Like, my game time – decision making is a little it's getting there I, I feel it though it's getting bigger but definitely serve receive is probably the biggest one for that and then the other option is without Demi we don't have like a set opposite like the opposite position is like highly up for grabs this year and it's like could we trust one of the young guys like maybe right but also if they're red shirting so either I would go on the right side or Spiros would go on the right side and then have all three of us in at the same time, which is Charlie mentioned it. So there's 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 a couple options, but if we're just talking strictly for the outside positions, definitely definitely I need to get my passing up and the game time swing swing decision is probably the biggest ones for me. Because like, yeah, my serving my serving's there, my back row hitting is there, and my defense is there. Just the two main ones, just the the service receive. Got you. Is definitely a big one, and uh, and it's more of like the type of errors that Charlie doesn't really like. So. I wouldn't necessarily I make way more errors than Chaz. Like, our errors are not – like, he makes less than me, but not a significant amount. But the type of errors I make is Charlie's pet peeve errors, which Oof. doesn't help my yeah, case. Yeah, that'll do it. So, like, when I try to swing high hands and I just hit the Brazilian gazelle straight down shithouse, <laughs> he hates it. So, like – I either get, like, smarter high hands or try to chisel the outside high hand instead. Like, if he sees that my, like, the errors that he likes, he'll, he'll cut me more slack. So, what are those errors that he likes? Like, if I'm missing high off the line blocker, like, that's Chaz's best swing, and Char- Charlie loves it. Because you can't dig chisel. it. The chisel off the line. Like, that's Charlie's favorite one. Like, he loves that. Um, 
And obviously the thumb down, the thumb down serves. He hates that one. He, yeah, definitely. He just hates the he hates the shit house block. He despises that, and he does not like the straight ace. He definitely does yeah, not like that's that. How one. It is. I'm sure nobody likes that one, but he gets he, he made us do laps for that this year, or on the stand. Yeah, the ace is the ace yeah. is brutal. But honestly, I just think keep doing what I'm doing because I I definitely have the highest rate of improvement on the team because I I still came in kind of like a baby. Like I had strength, like. I have the physical body that is capable to do oddly talented things sometimes, but it was just more the game time experience, and I know that, so I'm, I'm pretty locked in. Like, don't go out much. I, I keep my body healthy at all times, and my summers are even my summers and falls are really intentional. So, but the fall is going to be really important for me this year because now that it's not like a set, you know, like Spiros and Chaz have the their legendary setter, right? that they've been playing with for years that they connect so well with this fall when we play like all of our sets and stat everything that's the biggest Mm -hmm. thing because like last year i was more thinking of it as like oh it's the fall like you can make mistakes but like be intentional and getting better in the way that the coaches want you to get better at so like was i making some more mistakes and like maybe losing more sets than the other guys yeah but i didn't i didn't realize that those sets are really important in our gym like they see who wins the most sets and has the best stats in the fall, mm-hmm. and it plays a big role. So now that we have this year with a bunch of new setters and a bunch of new players, I think these stats are going to be super important. So I think being ready for the fall is probably the biggest thing. The fall, the fall season is going to be pretty, pretty big. Got you. Do you guys know where you're traveling yet? For that? Sorry, for preseason, we're in Japan. What? Ooh. We went to Japan our sophomore year. Yeah. The most legendary trip ever. Yeah, we're going in November. It's pretty. It's set already. A week? I think so. Yeah, and we're going to play Cole. No way. We're playing Coaglin. So we're going to play the around? best, I think the best college team they have there. Wasada? I think so. And then we're going to take a hour and a half bus ride up to, where is he at? Osaka, I believe. Yeah. Wow. And we're going we're gonna to play Cole's team. Which have you been to Japan before? I haven't. I've never been out of the so country ever. I, I just got my passport. You're going to love that. Cool. <laughs> so, yeah. Whatever, man. Got my passport in like two days. You did it? Yeah. Congrats. He was like, he was like oh, I guess what you age, right? Yep. Passport came in literally like two days in the mail. I was like, holy. <laughs> a couple hundred dollar bills. Something like that. Just kidding. No, that's, that's not true. That's not true. That's yeah. <laughs> that um, last question here. You're a very intentional guy. Did you have one more? Joe? Sorry, I didn't make catch up. Intentional guy. Do you journal a lot? Do you write down your goals a lot? I go through my phases. I'm more of a, like, when I want to learn and, like, I'll read. I'll read, like, motivational books. And then if those get repetitive, I'll just read a normal book. Uh, I go through my phases. Like, I'll read a lot. Sometimes I'll forget and not read for, like, a month or two. I did journal sometimes, but my consistency in that was not very – so I have. Like, yeah, I've done the journaling before, but it's more like the reading. Like, Capono likes to give me books, and the reading definitely helps with, like, learning how to, like, be a leader, be more consistent as an athlete, like, what the greats do and, like, the little stuff and all that. Because so, it's a big thing. Like, taking care of yourself outside of – anyone can just go to practice and play and have fun. But I think, like – Everything you do outside is super important. Like I'm sleeping on schedule. What's what do you? How many hours sleep? What's your sleep time? I'll go. Luckily, this last year our schedules were good enough where we didn't have the six a.m.s. Oh, so nice. Yeah, so we had the afternoons, so I was able to sleep in. So I was that was a little more little more lenient. I didn't have to wake up at a certain time, but I would always get like eight or nine. Gotcha. Or seven or eight, seven or eight. Yeah. yeah. First year I got kind of injured because I had a bad sleep schedule because we had the six a.m.s. So bad. Dude. Yeah. So bad. 
I'm glad you're getting that. For those of you listening out there, 6 a.m., we had 6 a.m. practice. Start. So that means starting at 6 a.m., which means you got to be there early before. Playing short court at 5.30. In the morning. Every day at 4.45. Yeah, Joe would wake me up at 4.45, blasting music. Hey, but man's got to do what man's got to do. Keone music, hey, it worked out. It did. It ended up working out. Uh, Keone, I just want to tell you, if you keep working hard, you're going to be like the man to your right, right there, right between you and Jake, right the there. The Haleakala Hammond, not me. Haleakala <laughs> No, this guy, bro. <laughs> and Jake, yes. You'll be part of the... Uh, and a quick side note, in terms of the UH, I was talking to Charlie. So got to shout it out. They're redoing this whole locker room. So everything you see right now, it's going to be brand new next year. Tearing this all out. Going to be brand new locker room in here. UH, obviously you guys know, it's the best program right now in the country you're part of. Um, and yeah, as you know, it's huge support. You heard it here, NIL stuff, really cool stuff going on. But yeah, it's going to be cool. They're going to tear all this out. It's Terraflex floor in the locker room. Who does that? Who does that? Yeah. Some schools don't have Terraflex on their gym. Suck it. (laughs) (laughs) So what we're trying to say is we're better than you. And we know it. Globo chip. And our fans are way better. (laughs) Globo chip. And our fans tattoo tattoo our signatures on them. Top that Loyal fan bases. We're not biased, but we're the best. I've signed a baby, too. Huh? What'd you say? I've signed a baby, too. Really? That's some Talladega Nice. And I've also signed a pair of boobies right in front of Milan. That is no more, that is more Talladega Nice. <laughs> no That's way. some Ricky Bobby type stuff right there. I, I, I want to hear this and then we can end it. I want to hear this. I want to hear what this. Did, what did Milan say? He just smiled. He just gave Wait, me that smile. Wait, what happened? Uh, it was by the entrance where everyone walks in the tunnel. It was our tunnel that we all walk out of. And it wasn't like a random girl. Like, I knew the girl. And she, I think she mentioned to me before the game, she was like, would you be down? Like, if I asked you, like, would you do it? And I was like, yeah. Nobody should turn that down. Gave me the <laughs> right. Who would turn that down? Oh my gosh! Gave me the pen, and I was like, "Well, <laughs> big old signature." What am I gonna do? Not sign it? <laughs> right, across, right across. What am I gonna do? You gotta take the Not opportunity that's in front of this you. pair right here. Kenny, I think you're up there with one of the most legendary signatures in Hawaii men's volleyball history. You made it, dude. You made it. Uh, but Kenny, sir, thanks so much for coming on the pod. Yeah, it's it be an honor to have you. Course. All right. Now I'm just getting ready Thanks. for exactly. a good old Sunday. Yes, sir. Sunday. Well, this will come out after Sunday, so see how that yeah. goes. But just remember, um, a lot of you guys are on your off season. There's no better place to get better, to get ready, to get your gear than allvolleyball.com. Oof for 20% off. If you want to be the next Keonster. Tryout season. It is tryout season. If you want to be like Keonster, get all the gear you need. No better place than allvolleyball.com. And just remember, if you can't handle the heat, goddamn kitchen. This is another episode presented by allvolleyball.com. Thank you.